Today's daf is Moed Katan Daf Chafhei. We are holding on Chaf Dalit Amid Beis at the Mishnah on the bottom of the page. The Mishnah is going to talk about the uh, different things that we only do for a Karov and we don't do for anybody else upon their departure from this world. But the entire daf is going to be about a Tamil Chacham that dies. And uh, it's going to start with uh, elaborating on the Mishnah and saying, is that really true that we only tear Kriya for a Karov? We have three other examples of people that we tear Kriya for. And amongst those other examples is a... Uh, is, is a Chacham Shemes. And the Gemara is going to talk about the specific Chachamim, the decision to tear Kriya for Rav Safra. When he died, the Gemara is going to describe an elaborate story about the death of Rav Huna and his burial, and then a little bit about Rav Chizda's death, and then it's going to tell us about Rabba Bar Rav Huna and Rav Hamnuna's burial that had happened at the same time. On Amin Beis, it's going to talk about the Hespid for Rabba Bar Huna and for Ravina, and then two proposed Hespidim for Ravashi while he was still alive, and what the uh, what the result of those proposals were and then the daf is going to conclude with the events that occurred surrounding the deaths of 16 different Amoraim so it's all about the deaths of Tamid Chachamim the events that occurred prior to and following the deaths of those Tamid Chachamim let us begin with the Mishnah though in Korin lo Cholten vein Mavrinella Krov that uh, the, 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 the din of tearing Kriya and of, uh, and of being Cholet big Machot Rishonim over here what it means Rashi understands the idea that we spoke about a couple of days ago of bearing the shoulder as a sign of mourning and doing a suda savra is only done by the krov of shalmes by relatives of the of the deceased and also the suda savra is only done on an upright bed now the it, it happens to be that um that the next Mishnah is uh, our Mishnah lists four halachos. The next Mishnah on Chavzayin Amralv is going to tell us two additional dinim about halachas mazon to a base avelim in uh, baskets and about saying birchas avelim on moed. And that last halacha it's going to say bim moed. So the Rishonim aren't sure what does the word bim moed go on? Does it go on the only the halachos in that Mishnah? Does it go back on all the four halachos in this Mishnah? So at first the Ritva says, and the Rush writes this way in the name of the it as well, that all the dinim in the Mishnah are speaking about only on Cholomoed. The first din that in Korim B'moed El is being Mechadish Tos, that other people are not allowed to be Korea um, so that the Hespid doesn't become overboard for Cholomoed uh, and therefore if they want to be Korea we tell them no you cannot because that's not appropriate for Cholomoed and it turns out that the Iker Mitzvah's Kriya even on a weekday would obviously be only for relatives because that's who we allow to tear on Cholomoed but uh, others normally are allowed to tear Kriya on a regular weekday, just not a Cholomoid. Then the second in the Mavrin El Al Mitos we learn that there has to be a Suda Savra even on Cholomoid, and we learn that even on a weekday, the Suda Savra should really be, uh, uh, that, that, that even on, on a weekday, the Ikra Avra is, uh, is, is, is not on uh, Mitos Zakufos for someone's Libo Gaspo. And then uh, the additional din that Ein Molichin Havel in the next mission, the Ritva explains each and every one, not going to go through all of them, but each of what the Chiddush would be in each and every one of these dinim. But then the Ritva says he's not convinced that that's what the Mishnah is talking about, that it's all talking about a Cholomoid. First of all, the Yushalmi writes in Moed Katan that the Suda Savra doesn't apply in Cholomoid at all. So it's unlikely that we're talking about a Suda Savra happening on Cholomoid. And also, it only says by the last din, the word Bimoid. Sounds like all the dinim prior to that do not relate to Moed. And therefore, the Ritva says it's more likely that our Mishnah is Kipshuto. It's not talking about Cholomoid. 
it's talking about on a weekday. And on Cholamoy, there's no Avra at all. On a weekday, it's uh, only on Mitos Sukufos. And that which say in Mavrinella Krovov is Tafilu Bechal, even on a weekday. The Sudas Avra is only for the Krovim. That which we say in Korin, even Bechal, even on a weekday, it's only the Krovim that tear Kriya. So that is the Machlokas we showed him what the scope of our Mishnah is. So, Frak the Gemara, wait a second, you mean to tell me that, we, that only Krovim tear Kriya? I'll give you three examples where Kriya is torn, even though it's not for a Karov. Frak the Gemara, Vafilu Chacham, even when a Chacham dies, it's only the Krovim that tear Kriya. Vatani, we have a Brisa, Chacham Shemes, Hakol Krovav, everyone is the relative of a Chacham. Hakol Krovav, Salkadaitach, what do you mean everyone's the relative? That can't possibly be true. El Hakol Kikrovav, no, everyone is like the relative of the Chacham in the following way that I call Koran Alav, everyone tears Kriya for a Chacham, I call Cholten Alav, everyone do, does the Chalitza's Kase for a Chacham, I call Mavra Lav Berachava, and everyone does the Suda Savra out in the, the street. But the bottom line is that, that we tear Kriya for a Chacham, even if it's not a relative. Amrish was talking about a case where he happens not to be a, a Chacham. Now, we had two Shitos I just mentioned in Rishonim, whether the din of the Mishnah is Bemoid or even. Or even on a or on a, is dafka b'moed or on a, a weekday or or dafka on a weekday and if you hold that it's on a weekday you understand very well what the gemara's kasha is the gemara is saying that our mishnah says that only the krovim tear kriya so how could you say that we have a brisa that a chacham that you tear kriya for a chacham no matter who you are even if you're not a karov but if you say like that that the mishnah is only talking about cholamoed and that's where we say that only the krovim tear kriya because of kavod moed we don't want anyone other than the krovim tearing kriya because you want we want Cholamoi to be a joyous day, but on a weekday, everyone's allowed to tear Kriya according to the Mishnah. So what's the Gemara asking? The Gemara is asking, how are non-relatives allowed to tear Kriya? What are you talking about? Now we're talking on a weekday, non-relatives are allowed to tear Kriya. The Mishnah was only talking about Cholamoi. So the Ritva explains that the Gemara's question still is that if there's a Chiyuv to be Korea on a Chacham on a weekday, we would not have sacrificed that Chiyuv on Cholamoi. Meaning if it's a legitimate Chiyuv, it's not just a Rishos. If there's an obligation to tear for a Chacham, then that obligation should have applied on Cholamoi on, on, on on as well. So that's why it's a Kashi, even if you assume that the Mishnah's only talking about Cholamoid. But even if it's not a Chacham, even if it's simply an Adam Kasher, you would have to tear Kriya. Why is it that a person loses children when they're young, so that one day he will be able to cry and mourn over an Adam Kasher? So that one day in the future he'll cry and mourn over an Adam, uh, over an Adam Kasher? They're taking a security from him that in in advance of his failure to cry for an Adam Kasher, he loses his children? Says Kasher. Past tense. It's because he didn't cry and didn't mourn over an Adam Kasher. Because anyone who cries over an Adam and, and mourns over an Adam Kasher will get a mechila for all of his averos because of the cover that was done for him. But the bottom line is we see that even non-relatives tear Kriya for an Adam Kasher. How can our Mishnah say that only relatives tear Kriya? Answers the Gemara. 
to love Adam Kasher who our Mishnah must be talking about someone who is not an Adam Kasher but in a Chinami. If somebody is an Adam Kasher, everyone tears Kriya. What's the gather of an Adam Kasher? How do we define what's an Adam Kasher? Different Shitos and Rishonim. The Ritva writes that it's Mestaver that an Adam Kasher is anyone who has Ktsas Torah, even though he's not yet at the level of a Talmud, and but someone who has no Torah, even though it's okay to cry when he dies and uh, to, to uh, lament the loss of whatever mitzvahs he did, but there's no Chi of Kriya if someone was not a Ben Torah. If someone's not a Ben Torah, it's Ef Shaliyoso Kasher Bi Emes. Unbelievable line of the Ritva, very important line. That if he, do, if he doesn't have Torah, if he doesn't learn Torah, he can't be Kasher Be Emes. No one, a Jew has to be someone who learns Torah. A Jew can do a lot of mitzvahs, but without Torah, there's no way a person can be a complete Jew. He's not a Kasher Be Emes if he doesn't learn Torah. The Rush says that another Kasher is someone who has a good reputation, someone who never had anything bad said about him. He's not Kasher on a Veira, he's not Kasher on a, on a Bittl mitzvah, and that's what Shulchan Aruch Pasen, the Shin Mem Sivvav, that a person of a, of a good reputation is another Kasher. Muka Yosef says that it's talking about an Ish, Shalonoda Bechachma. Chasidus. He's not known for his wisdom, for his chasidus. Um, uh, and and uh, the, the, but uh, but the the, uh, the 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 din of the Mishnah, rather, he says, is by someone who wasn't known for chachma v'chasidus. So it sounds like an adam kasher is a chasid, is someone who's uh, who's very careful in the way that he does that he does mitzvahs. So someone who's known for his chasidus. And then uh, the the shach writes on the side of the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Shin Mem, where this halach is quoted, that uh, that that an adam kasher is someone who is very involved in chesed. So different possibilities of what an Adam Kasher is, but a person has who, who, who when an Adam Kasher dies, there's also a mitzvah of Kriya, and therefore our Mishnah must have been talking about a person who's not an Adam Kasher, and that's why the Mishnah said only relatives tear Kriya. But still, even if he's not a Chacham, even if he's not an Adam Kasher, there's still a Chiyav Kriya. Even if you were just standing there at the time that the person died, and he's a Jew, it doesn't matter whether he's a Chacham or an Adam Kasher. You still have to tear Kriya. The time of Shimon Allah's Ramah, 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 Shas, Tsias, and Shama, Chayev Lekroa. Someone who stands near the dead body at the time of the Tsias, and Shama, someone who's there at the time of death, has to tear Kriya. Lamaza Dome, the Sefer Torah, Shinisra, Shachayev Lekroa. It's just like a Sefer Torah that gets burnt that you have to tear Kriya on. So, how can our Mishnah say only Krovim tear Kriya? Answers the Gemara, the Lokayasim, Shas, Tsias, and Shama. Our Mishnah is talking about a case where you weren't there at the time of Tsias, and Shama, you just heard about the death afterwards. Then, only the Krovim would tear Kriya. So if the person is not a Chacham, and he's not an Adam Kasher, and you weren't there at the time of Yitzhiya Sashama, then we would have no Chiv to tear Kriya. Only the relatives would have a Chiv to tear Kriya. That's what the Mishnah is trying to say. Now, with the, uh, what, what's, what does that mean? That we tear Kriya for anybody at the time of, Yish- of Yitzhiya Sashama? What if the person is a Russia? What if the person is, uh, is an awful human being? The Rush over here writes in the name of Rabbeinu Meir, in the name of Rabbeinu, uh, in the name of Rabbeinu Yonah, that this din is only if he's not a Russia, but an Adam Russia and the Chashud, Ein Karim Alav, we would not tear Kriya, and Adraba, we should be Misameach at the death of a Russia. Ba'avod Rishayim Rina, the Pasuk of Mishle says, we celebrate the death of, of Rishayim. But the Rush says he doesn't agree to this idea because uh, the, the, based on Rashi in Shabbos Tav Kofei that Ein Lecha Adam Yisrael, the Gemara says in several places Ein Lecha Adam Yisrael, Rik Mitarah Mitzvos that even the Rekadim Shabach Ramleya Mitzvos Karimon, even the most empty of Jews is full of Mitzvos Karimon and therefore we should always have a Chiv to tear Kriya unless the person is a Mumer La Valdezara, a Mumer Lahachis he would have to be really bad if it's just a person who's not observant a person who doesn't do Mitzvos, a person who's not 
not religious, then we would still tear Kriya because he's still a Jew. And only if he's a Mumer Lahachis or something like that, we would not tear Kriya. The uh, Mi'iri writes, okay, so how much Kriya do we tear? What's the shear of the Kriya? So he says that if it's an Adam Kasher or a Bishas Tzias Neshama of Kaladam, the Yeshomrim, the shear is a Tevach, and Yeshomrim, he says that the shear is a Mashahu. The Mi'iri quotes two days in Shulchan Aruch and Simon Shin Mem, it doesn't mention the shear Kriya of an Adam Kasher, and it doesn't mention the shear Kriya of being there Bishas Tzias Neshama. If it doesn't mention the shear, probably the assumption is that the shear is a Tevach, because that's always assumed to be a Stam Kriya is a Tevach. However, the Ramah writes, that some say you yotze, even if you just tear a little bit of the hem of the garment. So it turns out that the two deos in the Me'iri is machlokas, machaber Ramah, that the machaber holds you there for the death of another Kasher, you tear a tefach. And the Ramah says, nah, just a little something. So what's a doctor supposed to do? As uh, someone who works in, uh, in, a, in a ward of the hospital where people are dying all the time, so every single time he's there at the time of uh, the Misa, he has to tear Kriya, he's going he's gonna to tear. His, uh, his, 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 his clothing every single time he's not going to have any clothing left it's, uh, it's, uh, h- how do we uh, how do we deal with this with this halacha so uh, the 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 uh, point out that nowadays people are not mocked about this anymore uh, about tearing kriya at the time of the of, of the misa of uh, of an adam kasher because uh, the, the concern is that if we were mocked about this no one would want to be there with a person when he dies because no one wants to tear kriya about someone that they barely know or that they're not related to so and then a person would never die lonely without anyone there, and we don't want that to happen. So therefore, we uh, we don't we don't do this anymore. Now we say, why is it that we tear for an adam kasher? Because it's like a sefer Torah shenisraf. Why is it like a sefer Torah shenisraf? So Rashi says, like a sefer Torah shenisraf, because the person who's dying learned so much Torah. We've discussed many times the idea of the Beis Halevi that if the ksav of the uh, of a Torah Shabbat ksav is written on a cloth, the ksav of Torah Shabbat Peh is written on luach libecha. So a Jew dies and he has Torah all over him every time he learns Torah. It's chakuk aluach libo. It's something that he engraved on himself through his learning Torah. The Ramban, however, says no. It's not about his learning of Torah. It's about his fulfillment of mitzvos. That's considered like a sefer Torah of the mitzvos Shabbat. The mitzvos in the sefer Torah are like the mitzvos that he has done. So the the, uh, the Ramban and the Ritz that we showed him already point out the nafgamina between the two deos is that according to Rashi, if uh, the, if, if a woman dies, lechori wouldn't tear kriya because she's not luchayevus in the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. But if uh, but but according to the Ramban that it's about mitzvos, so then certainly you would tear kriya if uh, if a woman dies. So whether a woman is included in this category of uh, of adam kasher, maybe nafgamina in terms of how to understand the dimyon to a sefer Torah shenisraf. Okay, we're on the last skinny line. When Rav Safra died, the Rabbanan didn't tear Kriya. Amri lo They said we never learned any Torah from him. Why should we tear Kriya? What did the Brisa say? That if a rabbi dies, that, that if your Rebbe dies, Chacham shemes Tanya. It says if a Tamil Chacham dies, he's a Tamil Chacham whether you learn from him or not. Va'od and furthermore, Kol Yomashmaytibupumin To say that you never learned Torah from him, that's disingenuous because we're always quoting his learning in the base in the base measures. So we're always learning from him. The Rush writes that the din of Chacham Shemes Hakol Kekrovav is dafka when you know Mishmuos of Shachidish, when you know some of his Torah that he was Mechadish. But a Chacham that you don't know anything that he ever taught and he's not your Rebbe, you don't have to tear Kriya uh, after the the Kvura. And the Raya is 
they, that what Abaye responded, that we know about Rav Safra's Torah, sounds like had they not known of Rav Safra's Torah, then they would not have had to tear Kriya. So the Rosh says, wait a second, that's not a good raya, because Abaye didn't just say we know of Rav Safra's Torah, that was a va'od. First he said that it doesn't say Harav Shemes, it says Chacham Shemes, sounds like any Talmud Chacham. So it doesn't sound like you have to even know about his, uh, his Torah. So although uh, some Rishonim, the Rosh quotes both Deos, some Rishonim say that it's Dafka if you know about his Torah, not so clear that you have to know about his Torah. So how do you answer for the first shita uh, that that uh, even if you uh, if you that oh, it's only if you know about his Torah, perhaps you could say that yeah, it says chacham shmeis, but how do you know that he's a chacham unless you know about it, unless you know some Torah from him? What because people say he's a chacham? How do you know? A person doesn't know what kind of chacham he is unless you know of his Torah. So maybe the knowing of his Torah teaches you that you have to tear kriya for both reasons, both because he's a chacham and because if you know of his Torah, he also becomes your rebbe. But the mechayev is the fact that he's a chacham; he doesn't have to be your rebbe. In order to be, uh, in order, in order to be, to be chayiv in the kriya. So suffer mada hava hava. The rabbanon thought, okay, it's too late already. Uh, Rav Safra died. We didn't, uh, we didn't tear kriya. It's too late. Amlu abay tanina chacham calls man shosim behesped chayiv in the kriya. No, as long as we're still involved in the hesped, it's not too late. You could still be kareya. Suffer lemikrali alter. So they were going to tear kriya right away before giving any hespedim. Amlu abay tanya chacham kavod behespedo. Now the ikra cover of the chacham is not in the kriya; it's in the hesped. So say the Espedim first, and that will be the Ikra Kavod. Kinach Nafshid Rav Huna. Now the Gemara is going to tell a very detailed story about the death of Rav Huna. When Rav Huna died, Interestingly, the thing that they thought to do, that was appropriate to do, was to put a Sefer Torah on the bed that he was lying on. As if to say, Rashi points out, As if to make the connection to say that uh, this person fulfilled what it says over here. Binyam Pam told me that when Rav Pam died, uh, he was so connected to his Mishnah Brura that they buried him with his Mishnah Brura. They put his Mishnah Brura in the, in, 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 in the kever with him. And then they realized after they buried him, what in the world did we do? They were so torn from his death. They, were so, they weren't thinking straight. They, all the notes that he had on the side of his Mishnah Brura, all the Ha'aras that he wrote on the side of his Mishnah Brura, and they buried it. They buried it with him. But anyway, the, the idea is that he was makbid in every sivkata, and that apparently there is some makar for that, for showing, for making that demonstration of, look, he is done... He, Everything that it says in this in this book. Amalu Rav Chista Milsa de Bchayil Lo Svirle Hashalekem Lavaday. Rav Chista says, Wait a second! You don't want to put a Sefer Torah on his bed. Something that in his lifetime he would never have held up. He would not hold that you're allowed to lie in a bed that there's a Sefer Torah on. Now you're going to make him violate in his death. Rav Tachlifa said, I once saw that Rav Huna wanted to lie down on a bed, and he saw that there was a Sefer Torah there. So he took a bucket, and he turned it upside down, and he put the Sefer Torah on that, and then he went on the bed. Obviously, he holds that you're not allowed to sit on a bed that has a Sefer Torah. So now in his death, you shouldn't put him on a bed that has a Sefer Torah. In the Gemara Menachas, if you're allowed to sit on a bed that a Sefer Torah is sitting on. So Tulsa says the halacha is uh, like, like Rabbi Yochanan, that it's mutter, because the halacha is, 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 is like Rabbi Yochanan, um, even, uh, even, even Lagabe Rav, which, who's the Rebbe of Rav Huna. And uh, so certainly when it's Rabbi Yochanan against Rav Huna, we pass like Rabbi Yochanan against Rav, who's Rav Huna's Rebbe, so of course you can pass like Rabbi Yochanan against Rav Huna, who's only the Talmud. And it's Muchach that way in our Sugya, because the Talmidi Rafuna wanted to put a Sefer Torah al Mitasa. The fact that they wanted to do it, and the only reason they, could, they couldn't do it was they were told, 
he didn't hold that you're allowed to do it. But it sounds like they, they, their svara was halachically accurate, if not for the fact that his personal position was that you're not allowed to sit on a bed that has a Sefer Torah. That's how Tosas writes. The Rambam, however, in Hilcha Sefer Torah, Perak Yud, Paschal, like Rav Huna, that it's also to sit on a bed that has a Sefer Torah. Beis Yosef in Yardaya, Reish Pei Beis, says the halacha is like Rav Huna, that it's Asr, and his raya is from our sugya, that Lemaisa, when it came down to it, they couldn't put the, the Sefer Torah on the bed. So we don't prove from, uh, for that it's mutter from what they thought to do. We prove that it's Asr from what they actually did. So that's Machlokas, Tosos and the Ram, Machlokas Rishonim, whether we pass in this way, Lahalacha. So further in the story of Rafuna's death, the doorway that they wanted to bring out his bed through was too narrow to bring out his bed. So they wanted to lower it through the roof, to take it out through the roof. That's not respectful for a Chacham. The cover of the Chacham is to take him out through the doorway. So they wanted to switch beds that he was on so that it would actually fit through the doorway. No, the Iker covered for a Chacham is to keep him on the original Mita. How do we know that the Iker covered of a Chacham is in the original Mita? That when David Amelch was bringing back the Aron, he kept it on the wagon that the Plishtim had sent it on. When the Plishtim had taken the Aron in war, Akarish Baruch Hu put the Plishtim through a whole series of uh, interesting exercises to make their lives miserable, and they, eventually they returned the uh, the Aron, and it took a while till David Amelch actually brought the Aron back to the back to the to, to the base back to to the Mishkan. But uh, the when he brought it back, it was Alagala Chadash was still on that new wagon that the Plishtim had brought it on. Why didn't he switch it? Because the Kavod is on the Mitarishana. The Kavod is on, is where it was originally. You don't just move it around from one place to another. Prosbava that we, we it's similar to the Lach with the Sefer Torah. We don't just move a Sefer Torah around from one place to another without reading from it. That's part of the Kavod of a Sefer Torah. Is that you have to, if you're going to move it from one place to another, you actually have to uh, have to use it. So uh, part of, we had that that chiley here. We had um, for the uh, we, the Ashkama minion last week. The air conditioning wasn't on upstairs. So they had to dive in down here, and we laid down here. And, but we were, by the time we got, but then we had to move upstairs uh, by for Musaf. So they wanted to know should they bring the Sefer Torah upstairs and for, for the Haftorah, and then when it came time for to put away the Sefer Torah, they'll bring it back down here. But why are you going to bring the Sefer Torah? Upstairs and not do anything with it and just leave it sitting there. So I said, no, put the Sefer Torah back and we'll lay enough Torah upstairs without the Sefer Torah out. I think I was right. I don't know. But anyway, Paras Bava Vavkua. So they decided what's the only solution. They broke open the doorway further. They widened the doorway and they took him out. So he said, Rabbi Abba started, started saying a hespit that, uh, that, that Rav Huna was so important that he was right to have the Shechina reside on him. It's just the fact that he was in Bavel. There's no Ashras Ashkin in Bavel. That's why he couldn't have it. So uh, if you say an inaccuracy in a drasha, there are a bunch of Tamil Chachamim around. Even if it's in a hespid, people are not going to be embarrassed. You know, they'll uh, they'll they'll raise uh, objections. So he said, "What are you talking about? Because it's in Bavel, you can't have Ashras Ashkina. You know 
it says in Navi, Hayo Hayo Dvar Hashem Ali Yecheskel Ben Buzi Akoin Beretz Kastim. Yecheskel is Mustavi and Chutzlaretz. That's why the Gemara elsewhere in Chagiga and Tainus compares Yecheskel to a Ben Kfar, to a villager, because he got his Nevoah in a place that was like a little village in terms of Ruchnius, in terms of because he received Nevoah in Chutzlaretz, unlike Yeshayahu, who is considered uh, like a Ben Krach, like a, a city dweller, because he received his Nevoah of the Maisim Rekava in Eretz Yisrael. So Tafakhle Avoah Besandali. So his father started uh, tapping him on the shoe as if to quietly say, be quiet. They're saying a hesped now. And uh, besides, your question's not a good question. Don't bother people at times like this. The Pasuk says, that it was that way, but not that it's ever going to be that way again. There's no Ashras Hashkina in Babel. So it's accurate what they're saying, that Ravuna didn't have Ashras Hashkina because he was in Babel. When they brought uh, Rafuna to burial, when they brought him to Eretz Yisrael, so they told Rabbi Ami Ravasi, Rafuna Asi, Rafuna has arrived. They didn't know that it meant that Rafuna's coffin had arrived, that Rafuna is dead. So Amru Kiyavinun Hasam Lavlan When we were there, we were always intimidated by Rafuna. Now we come here, we finally make a name for ourselves, and he's going to chase us down here. What? He's going to try to become the Rosh Hashiva, knock us out of our positions? We're not so interested in Rafuna coming here. Amru Arona. They said, no, no, Rafuna's coffin is here. Rafuna is dead. So he said, ah, so Rabbi Ami Rabasi Nafik. So they went out to greet the Aaron of Rafuna. Rabbi Ilan Rabbi Chanina, Lo Nafik. Rabbi Ilan Rabbi Chanina did not go out to greet the coffin. Igadam Rabbi Ilan Nafik, Rabbi Chanina, Lo Nafik. Others say Rabbi Ilan did, Rabbi Chanina did not. Did Nafik my time, those who did go, why did they go? Even when Aaron was just going from one place to another, we see still do all of the things that we would do at a funeral. The low nafik my time, why what's the svara for those who did not go? That if an Aaron goes from one place to another, we don't uh, stand Bishura to do the Nikma Velum Bishura. We don't say the Birch Savelum and Tanhume Avelum. Kashina Dadi, so it's a steer and braces. One Bryce said that an Aaron over the Makam Lakum we do all these things. The other Bryce said we don't do all these things. Low Kasha. It depends if the body is still intact. So what about Rafuna? Rafuna Rafuna's body was still intact. Why is it that several Chachamim didn't go? Those who didn't go didn't realize, didn't know that he was Shildukayamis. Had they known that his body was still intact, they would have gone. Amri So they said, now that they brought Rafuna to he hadn't already pre-purchased a uh, plot on a harem or something. So they said, okay, where should we bury him? Rafuna ribits torbi sol. ribits torbi sol hava. So the halach is, you're always supposed to bury somebody uh, in tzaddik etzel tzaddik or rasha etzel rasha. You know the Gemara says Masech Sanhedrin by the Aruge Bezin that since someone who's chayiv skila has violated an avera that's more severe than someone who's chayiv hereg, let's say you don't bury someone who's chayiv skila next. Someone who's chayiv herik. So it's not just they have different burial places for tzaddikim and rishaim. Even within rishaim, every madrega gets its own its own area, its own burial place. So the same is true with tzaddikim. So they said, let's try to find a tzaddik who's comparable to Ravuna, because that's who you're supposed to bury him next. You're supposed to bury him. That's why they, we 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 don't we can't really do this in terms of in, such an individualized assessment of each person. So, but they do have in cemeteries, whereas a whole chelak for people who went to a certain shul, because they assume people in the same social circle are probably around the same level of religious observance. So they uh, get buried 
near each other. That's why shuls have uh, a shul plot, or uh, or in the, the you know in certain cemeteries a chelik harabanim. They assume all rabbis very interesting assumption that all rabbis are basically on the same uh, the same level of, uh, of religious observance so here they had Rafuna and they said what should we do so let's find someone who's comparable so Rafuna was a Marbit Torah Rav Chir was a Marbit Torah so we'll put them both together Man Ma'ayale okay who's going to bring him into the crypt where Rav Chir is buried who wants to go into such a Makam Kadosh Amaluhu Rav Chaga Anamayal Rav Chaga says I'm qualified I could do it I knew all my learning cold when I was 18 years old, and I had never become a Balkari. My learning was Bekdusho Vitara. Umash Mele Kamei Viyadi Ba'uvde, and I used to be Meshamish Rafuna, so I know all about how his, his behaviors. The Yomachad, for example, one day, is Apichle Ritzua de Tfilin. The Ritzua of his Tfilin got turned around where the black wasn't showing. Viyasvala Arban Tanisa. And he fasted 40 fast days for that minor event of the of the Ritzua turning around. So I know all about the Tzitkos of, uh, of Rav Huna. Says the Torah, and a person has to be careful that the Ritzuos that are around the head when you tie, the, when you put on the Tfilin Shalosh, shouldn't become inverted. They shouldn't become uh, flipped around. And Beis Yosef says that they asked the Rush if the mice of Rav Huna, uh, was Ritzuos of the Shalosh or the Shalyad, and he says it was Bishalrosh. And he said that with Rav Huna, Sat Petainus was not a Chiv, it was only Midas Chasidus. But then he quotes another Tshuva that someone who's in Sabich Ritzuos of and it's Chayev Lesanos. It's that Rafuna was a Midas Chasidus in fasting 40 times, but maybe fasting one time, says the Beis Yosef, in the name of uh, Rishonim, you'd have to fast, uh, you'd, you would have to fast once. So the, the, the Beis Yosef writes that the tour uh, assumes like the Chuvas Rush, and that's why he says a person should be very careful about the Ritzuas Shal Rosh, because it's after the Rosh that the Rosh, uh, the Rosh said it about not the, uh, not, not, not the Ritzuas Shal Yad. Um, the, however, the Rambam in the third paragraph of Tfilin mentions even by the Ritzuah Shalyad that a person should be careful not to have the Ritzuahs turned around um, but the, uh, the, 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 the in fact nowadays there are some people that produce Ritzuahs that are black on both sides so you'll never have a Ritzuah facing the wrong way, others said that was obviously not the Minna, meaning obviously in the Gemara they, they, they had black ink, they also could have done it, they also could have dyed it black, they didn't obviously they didn't because the, that, that was never the Masora to do it so that's uh, somewhat of a controversial thing anyway, Eili, so he brought him up to, to the burial plot, they brought him into Rebchia's burial plot, and Yehuda and Chizkiah were the two sons of Rebchia. Yehuda was uh, to the right, and Chizkiah was to the left. It sounds like they were dead, right? They were in this burial plot, and, they were, and one, one dead son says to the other one, Yehuda says to Chizkiah, get up, because it's not that we don't stand in front of Rav Huna. Rav Huna is coming, we should stand for him. So when he stood up, a pillar of fire came up as well. Chazia Rav Chaga Ivis. Rav Chaga, who felt that he was very qualified to bring Rav Huna to, bur- to burial, saw this. So a dead guy standing up with a pillar of fire, and he got very afraid. Zakve Laron of Nafagasa. So he protected himself with the Aron of Rav Huna, and he, ran, and he dropped it and he ran out. And the only reason he wasn't killed by that was because the, the Aron of Rav Huna actually protected him. 
When Rav Chista died, uh, they wanted to put a Sefer Torah on his bed as well. That which his Rebbe didn't hold of, you're going to try to do, uh, you're going to try to do for him what his Rebbe held was not appropriate. They thought that maybe they shouldn't, uh, they shouldn't, they shouldn't uh, pin up the uh, the the uh, the tear. The Allah is by a chacham. You're allowed to pin it together. You're allowed, you're allowed to safety pin it or stitch it in a loose way. As soon as you're, as soon as they turn around from the mita. The Rambam writes in the ninth paragraph of Avel. That the Rambam says it seems that when a person tears kriya for someone who's a non-relative, for a nasi, for a chacham, something like that, you could sew it up loosely. The next day, and even though you're never allowed to totally sew up the garment. So uh, where did the Ramam get this? By Kriya Allah V'imo, it's Eino Mesacha and therefore you can only be Sholel Li'achala Midyom. So if you're going to say that the Kriya Nechacham or Nasi is like Kriya Allah V'imo, where it's Eino Mesacha where you're never allowed to totally sew it up, then why is it that we allow you to be Sholel the next day, that we allow you to safety pin it the next day? That by, by V'imo, you're only allowed to safety pin it 30 days later. So I'm salvation explained that the Rama must have understood that the Isser to pin uh, to, to pin the, the, the tear is one of Nihuge Avelus. It's not a Din in Kriya. The Kriya is Enomach Liolam. That's the Din in Kriya. But the Din of Sholel is a Din of, uh, of, of, of uh, Nihuge Avelus. And he says that's why the uh, the, the, the idea of, of, of not being sholel is so that you'll be mekayim, what we discussed in yesterday's daf, of korol lefanav, that when, uh, that when Shabbos comes, they would put the kerala achorav. But it sounds like part of the Nihugi Avelis throughout Shiva was to keep the kerala in front. And this is what we've seen many times, that the din of kriya is not just bishas maisa, when you tear kriya, that it's a Nihugi Avelis to have the kriya. It's a Nihugi Avelis to be seen with the kriya, that the kriya should be, should be evident and should be exposed. So when is the Avelis for the Chacham, when is the Avelis for the Nasi over? There's no sitting Shiva for the Chacham, there's no sitting Shiva for the Nasi. So that's what our Gemara is saying. Chacham kivin she'chziru p'neim, echorei amita, sholulin. As soon as you're done with the Levaya, as soon as you turn back from the Mita, so then the, the Avelis is over. What kind of shear is this turning back from echorei amita? No, so long as you're going with the Mita, you're still considered kikrovav. We're still considered like the Krovim of the Mace. But once we bury him, so the Shem Karov is pakaminaya, we lose the Shem Karov, and therefore the Avelis is, uh, is over and that's why you're allowed to be Shoel Kriyaso the, the, Rav Salvech points all this out in, in his Shurim so Rav Salvech points out further there's a riot to the Shita Sarambam that Eina Kol Mavrin Al Chacham Shemes because if there's a Suda Savra then, the halacha sh- then that's also a sign of Avelis the Halacha shouldn't be that you could be Shoel the Kera the second you turn away from the Mace because you still have Suda Savra to do so if, there's a suda, if, if there were a Suda Savra for a Chacham Shemes then the Kera should stay in place until that Suda Sabra while the person is still being knowing any form of, of Avelis. Okay, further in the Gemara, bottom line of Chafei Amralev, Ki nach nafshi de Rabba Barhuna, Rav Hamnuna, askinu lahasam. When Rabba Barhuna and Rav Hamnuna died, they brought their bodies to Eretz Yisrael, Ki matu gishra kamu gamli. When they got to a narrow bridge that both uh, bodies could not fit through side by side, the camels that were holding the bodies stopped in place, and they didn't know which one was supposed to go first. 
There was a certain Arab merchant there said, what's going on? Why are the camels not walking? It's the two deceased rabbis that are showing honor to each other. One is saying, you go first. The other one is saying, no, you go first. Each one is uh, giving cover to the other. The Arab merchant said, of course, Rabbi Baruhuna should go first. He's the Tamil Chacham. He's the one that he's the Chacham. He's the one that's a well-known rabbi. He should go first. So uh, his psak was listened to. The Arab merchant's psak was listened to. Rabbi Baruhuna's gamal went first, and then Nasr The teeth and the jaw of that Arab merchant fell out for the chutzpah that he had to speak about Rav Hamnuna, as if it was so obvious that he was not the greater of the two Chachamim. Then someone started saying a hesped. A young bacher started saying a hesped, and he said, "Geza Yeshishim Olami Bavel, the most safer milchamos, the uh, the offspring of Yeshishim of uh, of giants." came from Bavel, and uh, he has with him a Sefer Melchamos. Uh, the, the curse that comes to the world is doubled. To see the, uh, the, the, the brokenness and uh, what, what's come from Shinar. Baruch is obviously angry at his world, and he's therefore stolen these precious souls from us. Baruch is, uh, is overjoyed to greet these Neshamos up in Shemayim. Is always happy to greet the nefesh, the neshama of a naki and a tzaddik. That was the hesped. When Ravina died, a, a, a maspid got up to say a hesped, and he said the following: Tamarim yigiu rosh al tzaddik katamar that uh, the, uh, the the tamarim should uh, should hiniu rosh should wave in honor of the the person who was a tzaddik katamar who was a tzaddik like a tamar nashim lelos kiyamim al mesim lelos kiyamim and nashim lelos kiyamim the uh, we should we should make our our, our daytimes, our nighttimes, like daytimes, for the person who learned Torah at night, like it was broad daylight, with the energy, like it was the middle of the day. That was his hespid. Now, in general, when it comes to a hespid, hespid is a very important thing. The uh, the Shulchan Aruch writes that it's a mitzvah gedola, la hespid chacham karai. We have to be very careful to be a hames karai, not just chacham. To be masvid a person karatli, so much so that uh, that that, that uh, the, the the even though Tosus and the Rush point out that a person should be careful. To uh, to not not to be mosif on the divrei shavach of the mace, but uh, you're allowed to be mosif maat. You're allowed to exaggerate a little bit in a hesped. That's how critical it is to make sure we give an honorable hesped. That even though we're normally very very makpid about ms, we're very careful not to say anything that's untrue. You're not allowed to lie at a hesped, but you're allowed to exaggerate a little bit. So it's a big discussion in the Akron and what together of exaggerating a little bit isn't that the same as a lie? If you're exaggerating a little bit, you're saying a little bit something about the person that wasn't really true. So the taz explains in Shindalid Mem that it's not a heter to lie a little bit. No, we say something that's mistaver, that given another situation, another opportunity to do good, what the person would have done. Meaning we know of his personality, what he did given certain opportunities, maybe had other opportunities arisen, he would have done other things. So in that sense, the, the, uh, it's not a lie to exaggerate a little bit. The Bach says that since you're not allowed to be makatsar 
Shivcho, and you don't really know everything about the person. There's probably a person sometimes Megalatafach, but he's master a lot, meaning he'll, he'll reveal a little bit of his sitkos, but there's a lot more going on that we don't know about. When you exaggerate, you're probably closer to the MS than if you don't exaggerate. And it's a big problem to undersell him, so you want to exaggerate a little bit so that hopefully you'll hit you'll hit the MS. But because of this concern of being uh, not being maspid karoli, not it's such a difficult job to give a hespid, uh, Chabad Hasidim have a minute that they don't give us paid They just never give us paid because they're afraid that they're never going to be uh, maspid karoli. Rav Chim Lechel Tukachinsky quotes that in Geshe Rechayim. Amle Ravashi the Bar Kipok, Ha'u Yom Amay Amrit. Ravashi said to Bar Kipok, I wonder what they're going to say when I die. You have a hespid prepared for me? Samale, he said, yeah, I got a great hespid prepared for you. Amina, I'm going to say when you die, in Barazim Nafla Shal Heves, my Yasu Ezubekir. If the, the Erez, the tallest cedar tree, has uh, been lit on fire, what are us little trees supposed to do? Levyasan Bachaka Huala, my Yasu Dage Rakak. If the Levyasan, the biggest fish, was caught by a hook, what are us little fish supposed to do? How, how, are, we, how, how are we supposed to feel safe? And if in a, a raging stream has dried up, what are we little little puddles supposed to do? Meaning you're the, you're the greatest tzaddik, and when you die, we're going to say that if you weren't safe, how are the rest of us going to be safe? That's the husband I have prepared for you. The uh, in, in explaining the uh, the mushal of of the levyasim being caught by a hook, Rav, Rav Yitzhak Belzer explains that there are two ways to catch fish. You catch a fish in a net, or you catch a fish with a hook. When you catch a fish in a net, you really got its entire body. When you catch a fish in a hook, you got one part of its body, and the rest is nigra aracharev. So there are two ways that people could die. Sometimes the rishayim through and through, and you got the, the Akharish Baruch who catches their whole body, and say the, the Malachamavis catches their whole body, and sometimes there's one Avera that they did, where the Malachamavis finds an opening, and that's where he gets him. So he's saying that you're a giant who's caught with a hook, there's the only way you're going to get caught is with a hook. It's not going to be with a net. But even so, Amalei Baravin, Baravin didn't like that hesped. He said, Chas v'shalom, You're going to say that a fire and a hook is going to catch a tzaddik. Umay Amrit, so what would you say? Amina, he said, I got a better hesped. He said, my hesped is going to be that who we're crying for when, uh, when Ravashi dies is for the Avelim. It's not for Ravashi. Ravashi is going to Menucha. He's going to one wonderful place. We should only cry for the Avelim. They're the ones that's losing out. Ravashi's not losing out. Hearing his own espadim got Ravashi all sad and upset. So the feet of those people who suggested that espadim were turned upside down. Their, their feet were never the same. And when it came time for his funeral, they couldn't come to the hespid. They didn't come to say a hespid. That's what Ravashi says. Chalitza cannot be performed by Bar Kipuk or Bar Oven. Neither of them are kosher to chalitza because their feet aren't straight. The Ion Yaakov explains that uh, that that, that uh, uh, that, that um, nevertheless they could still do yibum even though the rule is generally that's only when there's a psul in the, the person obviously not a psul in the person it's a physical deformity that doesn't practically allow for chalitza because chalitza has to be me'al raglov not mitachas raglov and since their feet were inverted it would have had to have been mitachas raglov so that's why you couldn't do chalitza but it doesn't mean that they were possible to do chalitza when Rava came to Diglas he said to Rava come say something 
So he said something, he said over something very nice about uh, Big Tzadik coming. Rav Chanin was the son-in-law of the Beis Hanasi, and he didn't have any sons. So he davened and then he finally had a son. And the day that a son was born was the day that he died. So a certain Masbid got up to say, that the Simcha was turned into a day of, uh, of Avelos. That rejoicing and Yagon were, uh, were t- are attached to each other on this day, because the same day that his son was finally born is the day that he died. On the day of his Simcha is when we groan over the, the loss, over his death. On the, uh, the day of the, his greatest gift, we lo- he lost his chain. And we should call the son Hanan after after the father. That it's appropriate to name the son after the father. And this day is as difficult for Klal Yisrael like the day the sun sets in mid-afternoon. That that's described, the sun setting in mid-afternoon is the description of the day of the death of Yoshua Melech. When Rabbi Yochanan died, Yosef Rabbi Ami Shiva Shloshim. Rabbi Ami sat Shiva and Shloshim. He observed a full avelus. Am Rabbi Abba Bereid Rabbi Chiyabar Abba. Rabbi Ami Da'avad Garmeu Da'avad. That was his own personal chumra to observe all that avelus. Da'achi Am Rabbi Chiyabar Abba. Am Rabbi Yochanan. Afilu Rabbo Shalim Do Chachma Inu Yosef Elav Eli Yom Echad. Even if you have a Rabbi who taught you Chachma, still you only Yosef avelus for a single day. You're not supposed to do more than that. A fourth story of someone who died. Kinach Nafshit Rabbi Zera Pasuk when Rabbi Zera died, a certain Maspid said, Eretz Shinar Haraviyalda, that Eretz Shinar uh, gave birth to him, uh, is where he became, uh, where, where he was conceived and born. Eretz Tzvi Gidla Shashueha, the Eretz Tzvi, which is referenced to Eretz Yisrael, uh, raised him. Rakas, Rakas, which is Tiveria, says, Because the, uh, this, this precious gem, this precious Kli, is lost from, from us. So that was the uh, that was the the uh, the hesped that that he said for him. Then the Gemara goes on to tell about eleven other people that uh, that died. The pillars in Kisri were pouring out water, They're like like it was crying, like the pillars of the buildings were crying. When Rabbi Yossi died, shafu marzve di tipure dama. The 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 gutters of tipure were were spilling out blood. Rabbi Yaakov, when Rabbi Yaakov died. The stars were visible in midday. You see that the, the whole nature of the world changed because of the great Tsar. The Rabbi Asi, when Rabbi Asi died, uh, all the trees were uprooted. The Rabbi Chia, when Rabbi Chia died, a vanim of, of, of fire came down from Shemayim. The, these images of the of statues were, were, were rubbed out. The Rabbi Tanchum Barchia, when Rabbi Tanchum Barchia died, Iskatsu Kalindrata, all the Indratos, the statues of kings, were cut down. Rabbi Yashiv, Iskaru Shivan Machtarta, seventy tunnels were dug in Binarda were dug Binarda in Narda uh, because the people were afraid. Ganavim were now afraid because they don't have his to protect them. 
Rav Hamnuna. When Rav Hamnuna died, Nachisu kipe devar de Merakia. A vanim of hail came down from from Shemayim. The Rav of Rav Yosef Nashu kipe devar de Saadadi. When Rav and Rav Yosef died, the uh, the 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 bridges broke uh, by Nara uh, by the uh, Paris River, and the two sides of the river kissed each other. Da Abai Rava. When Abai and Rava died, Nashu kipe de Digla Saadadi. The same thing happened by the Diglas River. River. Kinach nafshi de Rabbi Misharshia. When Rabbi Misharshia died, Tone Dikli Shitsi. The Dikalim had thorns come out of them instead of dates come out of them. And that was uh, the reaction of the world to the deaths of these great tzaddikim. We'll keep it up a ton of tomorrow.